0: A few months ago, I was in a hospital in Shanghai. I was looking for a specific doctor. His name was Dr. Li. I went to his department, but I was told that, as a foreigner, I had to go to another department. So I went there. Dr. Li doesn't work there, they told me, but I could see someone else. Okay, I thought, I'll do that. But first I had to register, which meant going back to reception. I went back to reception, filled in a form, and returned to the department to make an appointment. But I couldn't book an appointment, they said, because the insurance company should book it. I phoned the insurance company. They told me that my insurance company will not pay for this hospital. So I went back to the reception to say, I'll pay myself. And do you know what she said? Sorry, it's lunchtime. We'll be back at one thirty. And that was that. The whole morning gone. For nothing. There was only one word for it. Kafkesk. I'm Adam, and this is Culture Bites, a long-winded detour into the apple of culture. Franz Kafka is one of the heroes of 20th century literature. His style was so smart and specific that his name even became an adjective. We don't quote his words, but refer to the mood he created in his stories. And as we step firmly into the 21st century, the things he wrote about only seem more and more relevant. Think about the stories you know, the way writers create good guys and bad guys and loves and hates. Usually bad things happen to bad people, or if bad things happen to good people, then the good person finds a way to overcome their problem and lives happily ever after. But in Kafka's stories, bad things happen to completely innocent people for no reason at all. In The Metamorphosis, a man wakes up one day as a disgusting bug. And as a bug, he can't work and support his family which makes him feel guilty. They look after him, but they get more and more annoyed with him. I mean, he wants a bug living in their house. Eventually, spoiler alert, he just dies. And in the trial, a man called Kay is arrested by the police. He has no idea what his crime is, or how to defend himself. For the rest of the story, he's trying to work out what he's arrested for, and how to go through the trial. But he keeps finding strange people in strange rooms, giving strange advice. And it goes on and on, and becomes more and more disorienting. He finds no solution. This story, more than any, gives us the adjective Kafkaesque. And that's how I felt marching around that hospital, trying to find a doctor. This is from chapter 3 of the trial. He felt as if he were seasick, as if he were on a ship in a heavy sea. It was as if the water were crashing against the wooden walls, as if a rushing sound came from the far end of the corridor, like water pouring over, as if the corridor were rocking to and fro and as if the people sitting on either side were going up and down. It made the calm of the young woman and the man who were helping him to the exit all the more incomprehensible. So why did Kafka want to punish his characters so much? There's no easy way to know. But we do know some things about him. He was born into a Jewish family in 1883 in Prague. At this time, Prague was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. His childhood was lonely and he had a difficult time with his strong, dominating father. Maybe this relationship made him want to write about how hopeless it was to fight a bigger power. Later, Kafka worked in law and insurance. Two industries full of paperwork and complications, and rules which people have to follow even when they don't make any sense. Kafka was a troubled guy. He struggled with love and sex, and even though he wanted a partner, he felt that he was disgusting. He found it hard to be around other people, had trouble eating and sleeping, sometimes felt suicidal. Kafka got sick young. His sickness caused his throat to close up, and he starved to death aged just 40. Soon after he died, he became famous. As the 20th century continued, bureaucracy and law and technology became more and more complicated, and the anxiety of Kafka's stories made sense to a lot of people. So he lives on as an adjective, a word to describe every ridiculous visit to the hospital when you're batted away by each nurse or receptionist to another department every time you couldn't register for something because you don't have a phone number but you don't have a phone number because you can't register for something. Whenever you're being punished by an overcomplicated system and it leaves you feeling anxious and hopeless, it's Kafka who's writing your story. Culture Bites is written and made by me, Adam Hutchings. You can read more on my WeChat page. If you have such a thing, just search for Culture Bites.